0: Do you see it on my Instagram? Alright, alright, alright. Today is July 15th. Thank you guys for joining. My name is Brandy. I am the host and the creator of In The Damn Way, Life, Love, Everything, and Everything In Between. Um, today we are starting an amazing, amazing series. Like, I am so excited just to talk about um, relationships as some of us don't understand um, the nuances of relationships and how we are to manage them, especially when we're coming out of um trauma places or unhealthy places. So, today I wanted to kind of um speak on the first part of the series, which is healthy versus versus toxic, which kind of breaks down what I view as healthy and toxic relationships. Again, um, I'm not a therapist. I don't proclaim to um, be giving you any kind of therapy advice. I am taking you through my journey. And so as I go through my journey, I um, have come across a few things that I found to be toxic that people may or may not agree with, and that's fine. I mean, we can all agree to disagree, but that I found um, has been toxic to my healing Um, process. And so I just wanted to help those who may be going through the same thing that I'm going through. Um, And those who may not just to give you another point of view of what um, people who go through this type of thing um, have to deal with so that not only you can recognize, but you can also help those who may be reaching out. Um, for that help. Um, And so today as we kick it off, um, I just want to start by saying that the problem with relationships is that all of us want one, but most of us don't understand what it means to have one or to keep one. Um, Social media has made it so easy for us to portray a different person Um, We can put on there that we flew to Jamaica and Egypt and, you know, climbed the Eiffel Tower and never even left our bedroom. So uh, social media has made relationships very toxic when you're finding new relationships, um, but also um, keeping the relationships that you have healthy because we become jealous of what we see on such social media. Um, even though things may not be as, um, uh, glamorous, as um, the person may be putting out, but we take that and we look at our our lives and say, oh my God, I'm not doing as well as they are. When in reality, you probably are both doing about the same mentally, um, but because they're able to uh, portray something different, um, it looks different. Um, You do have some people that are able to check digital footprints. But again, as I say, um, that's even becoming more of a problem because you can one, have more than one page on anything. Um, I I just recently got into social media and it is so overwhelming. Just so it's full of so many things and people have so many different agendas that you don't know what to trust, um, who to trust. Um, and so, um, I can just imagine if that was someone that I was looking at um, as a friend of mine or as a partner of mine um, and just trying to check and make sure that they are who they say they are, how, how overwhelming that can be. So um, even meeting someone face to face now has become more of a challenge just because people don't wanna take the mask off, everybody wants to be something that they're not, everybody wants to portray that they have more than what they have. Um, And this is just a sidebar note, I've met many men recently this year who have, um, you know, wanted to paint this fictitious life for themselves It doesn't help you to talk to me to embellish what it is that you have, because I'm not looking at what you have in order to um, one, be in a friendship with you um, to be in a relationship with you or three, just be with you, period. And so when you do that, um, it makes me frown up. Now, I'm not looking for a relationship, but if I were none of these men would have been on my list of uh, people just because. I don't get off on learning that you have this, you have that, you spend this, you spend that. Um, and that seems like that's the only conversation we have to talk about what we have. So it, it it's truly a turnoff. But anyway, so getting back to the topic at hand. Um, for me, as I've stated, um this just this year I've met a lot of people that have been just um fake. Um and just looking back over my 42 years of living, I can honestly say that almost every relationship that I've had has been toxic in one way or another. And when I, when I get to what I mean by toxic, not what Google tells you toxic is or what, not what, um, Webster's made, uh, define toxic, but what I define as toxic in my life. Um, there's only been a handful of healthy and lasting relationships, meaning. Well, we'll get to that later, but just to let you know that for me, that is not a good thing. Um, so, again, as I've stated, this is not just about dating relationships. This is about marriages, friendships, uh, family relationships, acquaintances. All of it plays a huge part in your um, in your life. Um, and it also plays a part in having healthy relationships. So if one is toxic and one is healthy, I promise you one is going to spill over into the other. And, and I've had to understand that. And I've had to, um, be able to break that down and see where the toxic behavior is because not all people are toxic. Let me say that some people just possess toxic behavior. Um, that's not who they are, but that is who they have learned to become. So um, and again, we'll dis- discuss more of that later. Um, but I just wanted to put that out there is not that I'm not saying that every person is toxic. Toxic behavior can cause toxic relationships, which in turn is not good for someone who is trying to get to a healthy way of living. So I want to break this down a little bit and. Since most people define relationships as a partner relationship, dating relationship, we're going to talk about meeting someone for the first time and how that plays out. So first thing we love to do is we say, oh, I keep it real every time I meet someone. someone." That is a lie. We're going to lie about something. It may not be a big lie. We may consider it a small lie, but a lie is a lie is a lie. Um, And what we don't do is give our true selves at any given time when we first meet someone period um and then if we make it to the second step where they have our phone number they're able to call um we go back to that conversation that i was just having about people lying okay constantly lying Um, And so what that causes a person like me to do is to shut down. And I'm just listening at that point. So I'm listening to you lie, 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 lie. Um, And so when, when you lie, I'm already sizing you up to be a liar. Okay. Which is not good. Um, But um, that's just where i take it because i i see what what you're doing and you're so busy trying to impress me as opposed to getting to know me that i'm no longer taking interest in what it is that you're saying so everything that's coming out of your mouth mouth is a lie to me now depending on your emotional state determines where we go next so if you're suffering from an emotional or mental instability your next move could possibly be toxic okay and when I say toxic, I say that you meet this person, they lie to you, you enjoy their lies. Like, okay, so let's just say, oh, um, I meet Joe and um, yeah, you know, I cook, I clean, I this, I that, I da da. I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. Now I don't want none of those things. I don't do any of those things that I just told you that I do. Um, but Joe thinks Oh, this is the woman I want to marry. This is, this is her. I found her. Um, And so Joe conforms to that person that I want. So Joe conforms to calling me on a consistent basis. Joe um, comes to see me on a consistent basis. Joe wants to get married soon. Joe wants kids. And then I say, wait a minute, Joe. That ain't what I want. So now Joe has conformed to what I want. And then because now I've changed what I want, now Joe is conforming again. What that does to Joe, if Joe is in a bad mental state, is he starts to belittle himself because he believes that I can't be me because this woman keeps changing her mind and because I want her so bad, I'm going to keep changing. I'm going to keep trying to be the person that she wants me to be over time. It creates resentment. It creates resentment toward me because now I've changed Joe into this person he could never dream let's just say joe wanted to travel and this that and the third but i've convinced joe that i want joe to be a homebody i want joe to be this i want joe to be that and then as soon as joe starts to be all those people i'm like oh well i want to go out and i want to do this with my friends and i want to do that and now joe has conformed joe has stopped everything that joe's doing in order to do what brandy wants him to do right so now I've changed Joe's self-esteem, right? Because now he feels like he's not good enough. Nothing I do is good enough for her. Nothing I say, nothing, you know, I'm doing this, I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm being the man that she needs and it's still not good enough. She still won't stay home. She still won't spend time. She still won't, you know, uh, marry me. If Joe is already dealing with a mental issue, one that's going to cause him to have deep resentment toward me Two, it could uh, uh, worsen his um, depression or whatever mental issue that he may be going through. That is toxic to a person. That is toxic to yourself to even, even deal with the person. So again, going back. So I've told Joe I want this. I started showing Joe that that's not really what I want. That's just what I told Joe to get Joe. Joe needs not to ignore those red flags. So as soon as I say I want to be home, but I'm going out, Joe needs to say, oh, okay, I, I, you're not doing what you need to do. Um. If I say I I cook and clean and next thing you know, Joe is the one that's cooking and cleaning, okay, Brain is not who I want her to be. Stop conforming to what someone else wants, because the only person who hurts is you is you. So um and that person, I promise you, doesn't get any better because they were never the person that you thought they were to begin with. Let me take you back to a real life relationship, okay? Brandy, my ex-husband. I met my ex-husband. I thought he was well. No, let me let me take that back. I met my ex-husband, but I didn't think he was anything. I I didn't think he was my type. But because I was in a severe mental state, I said, okay, I I'll do it. I'll I'll, I'll be in a relationship with him. We got in a relationship, and he showed me his infidelity side. And I said, oh, okay, I can look past that. And then he put his hands on me. And I said, oh, I can forgive that. So once he found out, oh, okay, so I can show her a little bit of good, but I can add in some bad. And as long as I show her that little bit of good again, it's going to be okay. What did that do for our relationship? Made it severely bad. Um, we ended up getting a divorce, which is the ultimate, you know, end to it. But that was years and years later, years and years of me going through whatever it was that we were going through. Um, and it caused resentment, it caused, um, pain and, and then it caused me to have to rebuild who it was, figure out what I wanted and go after that. But before I could get to that part, I had to go through the upset of being in that relationship and allowing myself to be in that relationship and what all it did to me. And, um, as a person, and I was so upset and so mad that I probably could have gotten a lot further in life, but I was holding on to that hurt and pain so bad because I could not believe that it happened to me. Um, but I allowed it to happen to me because when I saw those red flags I should have said "Uh uh-uh nope I'm young enough I'm pretty enough I'm this enough I'm that enough to where I don't need this in my life like this is too much I'm too young to be dealing with something this serious and I should have ran for the heels but instead I decided to stay and because I've I've decided to stay I had to deal with what I dealt with and and so on and so forth um And so that brings me to my next topic. Let's just say you don't have the mental, um, the issue, the mental issue. And you, we continue on where everybody's lying to each other. So I'm telling you, I like everything about you. You telling me you like everything about me. Both of us are lying because both of us do not like a lot of things about one another, but neither one of us wants to be alone, right? Neither, both of us want one another. And we may have something that's holding us together. Like maybe it's um, companionship or maybe it's, um, I don't know, whatever is keeping you guys together. I'm not gonna go down the list, but you you can pretty much come up with things that would keep you together. Maybe we have a child. And so because we have that child, now I'm too afraid too afraid to deal with my past. Um, and so I'm going to settle with you. I'm not going to find who I was or who I am. Right. So I, I've had a bad past. I come into this relationship, um, friendship, what have you. Um, we lie to one another about who we are uh, and what we've been through. Um, I'm too afraid to deal with my past. Because you don't belong in my present nor my future, but I'm going to keep you here because I'm going to settle on this relationship right here because it's comfortable, right? I can be this other person. I don't have to tell this person who I am. I don't have to be who it is I really am. I can be this facade that I've created. And this person is going to like the facade because we both have facades up, right? So, That's something else that's wrong. Settling. A lot of us do it. A lot of us don't even know that we've done it until it's already done. And it's years down the line because we pick certain things in a person and say, oh, you know, I'm good because I don't have to go through this with this person. I don't have to go through that with that person. Matter of fact, let me just use my own situation at hand. And I know y'all tired of hearing about my ex-husband and I'm sorry, he's a big part of my life and so I have to continue to talk about him when we talk about um getting to a healthy lifestyle. So I felt as though he settled for me. He knew what I was capable of, he knew what I was going to do. He he took all my faults. Um, and bottom up and said, you know what? I won't worry about that because I've g- gotten her to be exactly what I want her to be. She doesn't go out. She doesn't wear make- makeup. She doesn't, um, she doesn't do anything that girls her age are doing in my twenties. I promise y'all clubbing was not my thing. You want to know why? Cause I was at home being somebody's wife, being somebody's mother, like in my twenties, I don't know what that was about. So when I got to my thirties and I got divorced, Promise y'all for a year, I found out what it was like. Now, let me just go back. That was just a side note. (laughs) So anyway, so I felt, felt like he settled for me. And the reason why I say that is because different females that I would meet, that he was so-called telling that he did not want to be with me. I always told them, I'm not holding him here. I never asked him to stay. Not one time did I say please stay with me. Or or you know, I forgive you, I'll this, I'll that, I whatever. No. Um that was never the case. It was always I'm not going anywhere. I'm sorry. I'll never do it again. Da-da-da-da-da. Now, I settled up uh too because I told myself, oh, "Okay, well he said he was sorry. He said he's not going to do it again." And then I'm looking at these women like, "But he chose me." Well, what kind of prize do you have? If this man is constantly doing this this thing to you and lying to you and lying to them, right? He's creating facades for the both of you. What have you truly won? Um, but I could not understand that. I could not get that through my head for a very long time. But again, because we had both lied about who we were, and what we had gone through and too afraid to deal with what we had been through before we decided to be in a relationship, to be a friendship, to be anything. We just brought all of that with us. We settled for one another because I can be damaged with you. You can be damaged with me and we're going to be okay because neither one of us has to do any better. I'm okay with you being mediocre. I'm okay with me being mediocre. And we'll just go through this thing called life. Now, on the back end, I will say he's doing a lot better. I'm doing a lot better. And it may be that we're doing a lot better because we're not with one another. But we had to separate in order to see that because we had settled on this life that you work you come home, you take care of your kids, you be with your girl, you you know you 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 know you provide, you you whatever. But on the inside, you're screaming to get away from this situation because this is not the person you want to be yourself and this is not the person you see yourself with. Not to say that the person is not great, not saying that. What I'm saying is that person is not the person for you that can be friendships. I had a friendship where um great person, but I'm a person who likes to receive as much as I like to give. Um and so if I'm always giving and you're always receiving and we are not doing that vice versa, then we're, we're we're friends on one side in my book. It's a one-sided friendship. Because I'm there for you 24-7. Whatever you need, I got you. What you know, If you need a listening ear, if you need this, you need that. You need me to show up, I'm there. If you need me to call you and see how your day is going, I'm there. But that was not being reciprocated. And because it was not being reciprocated, it was like it's a one-sided friendship. So again, I told you, it's not just about dating. It's about relationships and all. Let me take it to family. There's a family member who always says we don't do anything for him we don't love him we don't support him we do but if we're always giving and supporting and loving and doing and this and that and you're not reciprocating we want to feel what you're feeling and so we have to take our hands off so Being honest about who you are, being honest and saying, you know what, I've taken too much from too many people or I've done so many people wrong or I've not shown up the way that I need to show up for you and stop settling for whatever a person is giving you. It's very toxic in a sense that the only person that's hurt is you. They're fine because you're giving them everything that they need. You're the one that's hurt. Whew. Moving on. So then there's the happily ever after that everyone wants. Everybody wants the fairy tale wedding and, you know, all is good in the kingdom and everyone is at peace. But if you're not honest, In the beginning if you're not healthy in the beginning if your mental state is not where it needs to be in the beginning you're gonna spend the rest of your years compromising you know how many times I had to compromise not just with my ex-husband I know y'all ready for me to say that let's talk about my dad I had to compromise in order for him to give me the love that I was searching from, from him, searching for from him, I had to make compromises. Who does that? Loving is supposed to be unconditional. God loves us unconditional. He did not say if you do this, or God did not say if you do this, if you do that, or whomever you serve. Because I know every, I don't want to. Um, Confuse anybody that may say I'm trying to make you believe what I believe, but I'm telling you what I believe. My Creator said that all I had to do was love unconditionally. When you put conditions on on your love for me, that's a toxic behavior. When my dad came back into my life, mind you, I told you guys, him and my mom separated when I was nine. He beta- became drug addicted. Um, and was out of my life until I was 18. When he came back into my life, I had to deal with the woman that he was with the entire time he was gone away who did not want to deal with his children. In order for me to deal with him, I had to deal with her. Then she passed. There was another woman. In order for me to deal with him, I had to deal with her. It was never a true relationship until the last maybe five years or less where I was able to feel love unconditionally from my father. Please don't feel sad for me. I am all the way good um but what i'm saying is if you do not make sure that you're in the right headspace before any relationship now mind you he had me so you know he's known me 42 years it can make a toxic behavior a toxic toxic atmosphere i'm sorry so what is Brandy's difference between healthy and toxic relationships? And y'all are not going to be ready for what I'm about to say. Like, y'all don't even understand, like, what I'm about to give and how I'm about to give it to you. But, hey, it is what it is. So let's talk about healthy. Healthy relationships, they have communication There is honesty. And when I say honesty, I mean, honest in everything that you do, the way you love that person, the way you treat that person, the way you treat yourself, everything about you is honest. It's real. There's no fake, no conditions, no, nothing that, um, Says to this person, if I'm not who this person wants me to be, then I don't get the love that they're giving, want, they, that, that I should get from them. Willingness to compromise. There are give and takes in healthy relationships. Nothing is ever black and white, there's always gray. You have to be willing to compromise. But that's only when you're in a healthy place. It's called healthy compromising. So now if we already in a toxic relationship. Any compromises is me settling. That's not me compromising. That's me settling. If we started out healthy, if we've had a healthy relationship so far, then if we make small compromises. It's okay. So it's like, there was a girl um, who goes to my church or a woman who goes to my church and she said that um, her husband loves riding motorcycles. And although she does not like the motorcycles, she knows that's the one thing that he loves. And so she lets him have that because he does everything else so well. Why wouldn't I give him the one thing that he loves outside of me? I thought that was the most beautiful thing that you could ever say about a marriage. Healthy compromising. Commitment. It's a big one. A lot of people do not understand Commitment. Some people are afraid of commitment. But if you cannot be committed to someone, and I'm again, I'm not talking about settling. When I say committed, I'm talking about I can give 100% of me to you. No question. I'm committed. 100 percent. I'll take that 99. I have to give one percent uh, something to myself. I'm, I'm not going to say which percentage, but it, whatever the, the higher percentage, I can make that committed to you, committed to loving you, committed to being in that relationship with you, committed to being in that ref, that friendship with you. Um, and so when you cannot do that, that's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem that we don't want to face, but it's actually, it's real. Lastly, trust. If I cannot trust you to be in my house by myself, by yourself, I don't trust you. If I don't trust you to give you my key, To my house, I don't trust you. If I don't trust you, we don't have a healthy relationship. If I don't trust you to speak to my children, I don't trust you. Those are my pride and joy. If I I do not say, yes, you can speak to my child or give you my child's information and say, in the event that you need me, you can call them. I do not trust you. Case in point, if my father wanted to call, if any of my parents want to call one of my children and they ask me, I prefer they ask me because the next question that's coming out of my mouth is, what you want to call them for? Just saying. So moving on to toxic, I'm gonna take a break right here and get some water. Toxic behavior. Number one, saying, I love you. Now, I know what you're thinking and I know what you're going to say. What do you mean? If you love somebody that's healthy. uh -uh. I have a family that will walk around and tell you I love you a thousand times. Everybody loves you. I love you. I love you. Love you. Get ready to go. Bye. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you we can't even get together, all of us, all of us. We cannot get together outside of a funeral, funeral, or wedding. And then still, all of us may not be invited to the wedding, but the point that i'm trying <laughs> trying to make is that i despise someone saying i love you and not showing me that you love me if you love me you don't have to tell me you won't know why cuz you're going to show me that you love me but if i have to tell you if i have to constantly constantly tell you I love you that's a problem that is so toxic to me because that's when you say you love somebody that means if that person needs you I'm going to be there I'm going to show up I'm going to be there I'm going to be present in the moment you don't have to worry I promise you we have a big family. My grandma had a whole bunch of kids and her 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 kids had a whole bunch more kids. And I promise you, the love is not there. Now, because we're a family, some were will argue, oh my God, yes, we do. We love all of us. We we love each other. No, we don't. We have toxic past that we refuse to deal with in order to show up in a different light. Y'all that's toxic, that's fake. And we'll invite other people into our fakeness. We will invite friends and they will come and they'll, oh my God, I love being around your family. Girl. If you only know half of us don't even like each other. So please don't tell me that you love me. Just saying. I know some of my family who who watches this or who will watch this or whatever is probably going to be very upset. But I'm speaking nothing but facts and if anybody thinks that I am lying, y'all, I have nothing to lie about. I'm being 100 percent honest. Um, and that's what I told you I would be. This is from my point of view. Now, someone else in the family may say, oh, no, I really do love everybody. Okay. Lies, 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 lies. Oh, my God, I, that's just so toxic. You ain't got to lot of me. Keep it real. If you don't want to come, don't come. If you don't want to do something, don't do it. If you don't like what I have on or what I have to say, tell me. Don't lie to me and don't tell me what I want to hear. That is just like lying to me. Sometimes I need to hear, girl, you know what? That was wrong what you did. You know it was wrong. When you did it, it was wrong. Yeah, let me tell you. Me and my children have... Over the last couple of years, developed the most healthy relationship that I've seen ever. My oldest is 25. My youngest is 19. And we just now got to a healthy point. My oldest son saw me post something on Facebook this morning and called me this morning. As soon as I posted it, take it down. I'm like, what? Take it down. I don't like it. It does. Uh, yes, the. Take it down. Now, if I didn't know that he had my best interest at heart. I would have left it and 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 felt like he was trying to um, hate on me, but because I know he's coming from a place of unconditional love and all he wants for me and he's not going to lie for me. All he wants for me is the best and he's not going to lie to me. I knew that what he was telling me was facts. So I took it down. Just saying. Unsupportive. I just recently started on a new project. I've never heard so many people complain and diminish my project who, in the same breath, are those people that say, I love you, mean it? Where's the support? I'm not really asking you for your opinion about what I'm doing, I'm asking for your support of what I'm doing. You can have your opinion, and I'll listen to your opinion, but first say, I support any and everything that you do, but in my opinion. XYZ. But don't start out with giving me your opinion or telling me, I don't like that. I don't want to be included in that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I, uh, uh, uh. I don't want to hear that. And then say, oh, but I do support you. No, you don't. Stop lying to me. Stop lying to you. And saying that you support me. You have no idea how to support anyone if you start off everything and making it about you toxic another toxic behavior in fidelity don't cheat on me don't cheat on me in the family don't cheat on me as a as a partner don't cheat on me as a friend don't cheat on me and when i say don't cheat on me let me let me help you understand how family and friends can cheat on you outside of partner relationships. If I confide in you or I'm doing something and I told you about it, I'm doing something and you sat and we have a conversation about it. Please don't go tell somebody else what I'm doing. And give it to them in a negative way. You cheating on me. Because now we to had a relationship to where I could trust you enough, right? We're going back to that trust where I can be honest enough, where I communicated with you what I'm doing, how this makes me feel. You have been supportive. And then you turn around and sell my information to someone who doesn't support me at all. Y'all, it's got to stop. Just saying, stop cheating on your family members. Then you have friends. (laughs) And I've really had this happen. I've had friends that meet and start a friendship outside of our friendship. Why are you cheating on me with my friend? Not we all in the conversation together. Y'all have started, started a side conversation outside of our conversation. That is cheating. Who is being loyal here? You're my friend. Why are you talking to her? I'm just saying. So those are, oh, and my last one, I'm sorry. I forgot my last one. Manipulation. Please, 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 please quit trying to manipulate me. One thing I hate is manipulation. Don't try to make me who you want me to be. Let me tell you, when I found out who I was, I'm sorry. Let me take that back. I've always known who I was. There's one thing about me and my ex-husband as, as many things as he was to me one thing he knew he couldn't really do was totally manipulate me now i'm not going to say i was not manipulated to some extent but he could not totally totally manipulate me and now that i'm um on my own i would be darn if i l- allow anyone to manipulate me to do what they want me to do people do it so slick these days you don't even know what's happening before you know it, your their idea became your idea, and now you're doing what they want you to do. You confided in them or told them, "Hey, I'm thinking about doing this," and they've ch- tra- changed and transformed what you wanted to do so much. It's no longer your idea; it's theirs. You don't even know it. Just saying. Miss me with the manipulation. So, how do we notice toxic behavior and how do we deal with it? So, the first thing I came up with is understand and acknowledge the mental state you are in while dealing with relationships. Y'all, I told y'all, I think it was uh, two weeks ago when I was saying creating boundaries, you have to create those boundaries. If you know that you're trying to get to a healthy place, if you know you're trying to get through trauma, if you know you're trying to, trying to be a, the best person that you can be, create boundaries. Cut everyone off and deal with yourself. Do not bring people in your life while you're mentally unstable. And do not reach out to unhealthy people. If you know that Little Willie is toxic, don't tell Little Willie what you're going through. That makes no sense. Make it make sense. Talk to God if you can't talk to nobody else. But definitely don't talk to anyone that's toxic Don't bring anyone new into your life while you're unstable, because at the end of the day, you will miss all the red flags. You will miss all the signs and symptoms of their craziness and you will inhabit whatever it is they want you to become, be, say, do. You will take it all on trying to please that person because you are broken inside. Don't do it. Don't do it. Number two, always be true to yourself. Let me tell you something. I really don't care what nobody thinks about me. Unless I care about you. Unless you have a dear place in my heart, you're the only people who I look at when I'm going through something and don't want to, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Let down. I don't want to let you down. That's it. If I don't care about you, I could care less. You could feel how you want to feel about me. I'm just saying. People will try to put you in a position to where... you are who they want you to be. You sit up straight, your hair is long, your clothes are fixed, your teeth are pearly white when you like curly hair, and I like to slouch. And you know what? My teeth aren't really all that white. They have some white in them, but they got a little tint. Okay, they're not dirty, they just got a little tint from the coffee and tea and soda and all that good stuff. But that's who I am. So why am I going to go out here, get veneers, put on my teeth, make my hair super straight or put on a very long wig, sit up straight with my back hurting because I'm trying to be what you want me to be? Why? What do I get from that? I'm being true to me. Like me? Okay. Don't like me? Still okay. Because at the end of the day, I don't do it for you. I'm doing it for me. My healing is for me, so if you don't like it, they go to the door. And that keeps me from having to have that hard conversation and telling you, I don't want you in my life any longer. You save me the text. <laughs> Number three: trust who a person is the first time. <clears throat> Y'all? true story I met this guy going down the highway I thought he was somebody else this is a long time ago I thought he was somebody else and we pulled up to the gas station well he ended up getting off at the same exit I'm on because we're looking at each other coming down the highway and so we pull up to the gas station and he gets out and he was like oh I saw you watching me I was like oh I thought you were somebody else He wasn't. I gave him my number anyway, even though I wasn't really looking for anybody. But I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, you kind of look like that person. And so that means you're kind of cute. So I'm going to give you my number. We go out on a date. He asked me to ride with him. Y'all, he was flying like a thousand miles a minute. Why are we going so fast? Where are we going? Are you trying to kill me? Like, I'm not understanding what is happening here. Why are you driving like this? I should have walked away. I promise you. I should have said, you know what? This Negro right here is crazy. And I refuse. I refuse. But what did I do? I gave him another chance. Why? Why? He didn't get no better. He was actually even worse. The more I got to know him, the worse he was. Now, Thank God I made it out of that situation unscathed. But at the end of the day, it's just like if I would have trusted the person the first time, had I not allowed myself to meet someone when I knew I wasn't in a mental state to meet anybody, because that wasn't even the person I was looking for. Had I just left it alone and just allowed myself to be alone in that moment, I could have left Cray Cray exactly where he was. Anyway, number four, love yourself. Y'all, I love me some me. I do. And there was a time when I didn't. I promise you, I've had times where I was not happy with me at no point. it, it There was nothing I could do to make myself happy with me. Um. But it took a... Me actually loving somebody who loved me more than myself for me to understand that ain't nothing wrong with me, there's nothing wrong with me, all my scars and all of my roles and all of my this and all of my that that I complain about if I'm not going to do anything about it at the end of the day I'm still beautiful inside and out those are outside I'm still me on the inside so I love me some me I love my personality I love um who I am I love hanging out with me I'm a fun person I'm smart I'm fun I'm loving, I'm loyal, I love me. But when you don't love yourself, it's hard to remove someone, although you know they're toxic. For real. I stayed with my ex-husband from 14 to 29 and I knew he was toxic. I knew it. But I didn't love me. So, this man showing me a little bit of love. So, let me take this. Let me deal with that. Let me fight this girl. Let me cuss out that girl. He didn't stop me, he kept doing it. Cause he knew I didn't love myself enough to say I'm done with it. Oh, but when I did. I also know that some people aren't toxic, but they have toxic behavior because of life circumstances and you have to give them that space to figure it out. Come to find out my ex-husband had dealt with a lot of toxic behavior before him and I got together. And while we were together, it would have been, my favorite word, conducive to both of our adult lives. Had we had someone in a healthy space to allow us to love ourselves, but we didn't. When, when, when children see their parents in toxic situations, y'all, I don't care what you do. You can't love your child the way your child needs to be loved. It's not love. I'm not going to say it's not love, but I'm not, I'm not going to say, I'm going to say it's not healthy love. That's not a healthy space for them. So all it does is constantly repeat itself. The fact that I was seeing my mom going through what she was going through, whatever my ex-husband was seeing going on in his um circle and what they were going through. It was all toxic behavior, which brought toxic uh, energy into our space, which made a toxic relationship for us, which in turn made a toxic relationship for me and my children after the fact it was a a cycle that someone had to stop somebody had to say you know what I'll take being alone I'll take not being in a relationship I'll take all the hits and I will be by myself become healthy I'll go through all of that I'll deal with all of that trauma I'll go through that I'll cry about it I'll I'll deal with it I will do it Because at the end of the day, what I don't want for my children, my niece and nephews, is to continue toxic behavior. Having toxic relationships. When they say I love you, it's going to mean I love you for who you are. Not what you have, not what you can do, not what you've done. I love you because at the end of the day, you love me. Unconditional. And even if you don't love me, I love you because of your smile. I love you because I know who you can be. I love you because of the way you talk. I love you because of the way you think. I love you because you wake up in the morning and it makes me smile that you made it through the night. That's unconditional. You ain't got to do nothing. But my love for you because of what I know of you and therefore when I tell you that you're gonna know that I mean it my generation may not have gotten it right but I would be doing my niece and nephews my sons a disservice if I did not take that path in order to change the way this generation is headed change the course Last but not least, before I go today, is understand people can change, but let them do that without you. I don't feel like two people can change together. Somebody, everybody don't change at the same time. So there's no way, no how, that we can change together. Because I may be ready, you're not ready. I may be doing this, you may be doing that. It's not helping either one of us. Because we're not moving in the same direction at the same time. But if we're not together and we only come together once we're in a healthy place, y'all, it can be so beautiful. I cannot wait for this huge family that I have to become a healthy family. Together. Not healthy separately healthy together we have so many talents we have so much love we have so much to give but we can't give it if we're not healthy we can't do it if we're not in a healthy space y'all that's my time for today i appreciate if you stop by or if you catch this later let me just say, um, I truly enjoy going through this journey with you guys, watching me um and, and becoming the real Brandy Alexander, because the girl who you guys thought you knew is nowhere near the person who I'm becoming. So continue to watch every week. I hope that you learn something from it. If you don't catch it live on Saturdays, please know that it will play audio on um, Spotify, Apple Music, Um. My, uh, my website, www.therealbrandyalexander.com, also rss.com. Um, also you can check it out on YouTube. Um, it will be, uh, replayed there starting tomorrow. So please guys check it out, send it out to people who you think could benefit from it. Know that I am trying to change the, the generational direction and where we're headed. trying to change it y'all and I gotta start with me if I have to be the sacrificial lamb that's okay I start with me and it's not gonna be pretty but it shall be done join me next week um again we're gonna still be talking about understanding relationships uh guys I promise you it is going to be very good and let me just look and see what next week's topic is sorry guys So next week, we're going to talk about recognizing abusive relationships. Oh, I'm sorry. Friends versus associates. That's going to be good. Um, Yeah. That's going to be good. So tune in next Saturday again at 1 p.m. Facebook Live. I have enjoyed you guys. I hope you enjoyed what I've had to say. Um, Hit me up. uh, Leave any comments that you want on my website. Uh, If you want to be on the show, again, visit my website, www.therealbrandyalexander.com and drop me um, a note in the context. And I hope to see you soon. Bye.